sure this is on. This is this on? Hello, hello, hello. Hello, no ho. Okay. Those are the words of Kajan, Kajan, Katanji Drown Jackson, our Supreme Court Justice. Our Supreme Court Justice. Sad, please. It is January 17th, 2023. Welcome to The Daily Rob. You can find Rob all across the internet. Check the all my links. It has all of his socials. It also has the link to his newest Real Clear Markets article. It is a very solid one. So how about you go give it a read? And without further ado, the man, the myth, the legend, the one and only Rob Smith. Stu, what do you think of my newest Real Clear Markets article? I had a lot of... um classical narratives and history uh in there some some less some lessons from the ancient past that could be applied to modern day financial matters what did you think Stu? it, it really had it all you know it had a reference to tom wolf that a, a reference to classical greece it got into current day affairs just solid you know that's what you want on a monday morning you know, get him back into the swing of things and you just kind of want something that something you can kind of chew on throughout the course of the day. I think the references to Icarus uh, and Narcissus um, and those are ancient. I mean, those elements of human nature of hubris and over self-importance have been around since the beginning of time. And um, anyway, I thought I was brilliant, Stu. But I'm a little biased. Okay. Um, big news this week is what's going on with these classified documents that have been found. Found. Read my Real Clear Markets article because they weren't just found. You don't stumble over something that's been the Penn Biden Center for six years. Somebody was looking for these things. Uh, in other words, they sent out a search party to look for them. And the search party wasn't your secretary, Mary Sue, who works down the hall with the clerical pool. It was lawyers. So why all of a sudden were they going in there trying to find these documents? It's pretty obvious to me, Stu, somebody had blown the whistle on them. And this was damage control. And if you read my article, you have to look at rhetoric the rhetoric of what the Biden administration says. These documents were turned over immediately, were timely turned over to the National Archives and the Department of Justice. Timely? What does that mean? What the news media has failed to focus on is they were ratted out by somebody. You dirty rat! And who's to say if the lawyers who don't have a security clearance were to find these documents, they didn't extract something embarrassing out of them. There's a whole lot that's going to come to the surface about this. The, the search is clearly complete. They completed uh, the, uh, uh, the search. The search is complete. 
Uh, he is confident in this process. You should assume that it's been completed, yes. After the search concluded last night, that search was completed last night. But in the meantime, this story has um, deflected some attention, or well, I won't say deflected, it, it has uh, shined the light on another huge scandal of the Biden administration, which is in concert with all the other scandals he has, and that's the Penn Biden Center. That as soon as Joe Biden said he was going to run for president, all of a sudden the Chinese gave millions and millions and millions of dollars to this Penn Biden Center. It had practically no money before. And over a period of two or three years, the Chinese throw in $60 million. Now, this is $60 million that comes from China, but we don't even know where uh, half of that comes from in China. It's dark Chinese communist money. I'm sorry, that's what it is. Now, I read reports that the Penn Biden Center paid Joe Biden $900,000 a year. And I'm sure he got perks. And of course, we discussed last week, the way these things work is Biden puts his campaign staff and other people he wants to put on the bench or have receive a little bit of money puts them in this think tank, so to speak, and they get paid basically for doing nothing as well. But 900,000 bucks straight from the Chinese, it's a huge scandal. And that ought to be easily determined because we've got his, his tax returns. Another story over the weekend, this lady with the New York Post, Miranda Devine, pulled a document off of Hunter Biden's computer, and it was a... Um, a background screening form, and it stated that uh, Hunter Biden was paying $49,910 a month, a month to Joe Biden for to rent his house in Wilmington, Delaware. Well, I don't know if any of y'all been to Wilmington, Delaware, but the city itself is a rat hole. Uh, the suburbs are pretty nice or, or can be nice. But no house there is worth $600,000 a year in rent. It's a money laundering scheme. Now, we don't know whether or not Hunter just lied on this form to get some sort of background check or to prove he has some sort of money or, or whatever. But that's bound to come out and it should show up on Joe Biden's tax returns. But instead of reporting $600,000 in rent a year, he only reported 19800 bucks. This ties into a bunch of other stories, all of which we have uh, reported on. In the Treasury Department, there's something called a suspicious wire transfer. Most folks might get one or two of these in their lives and the banks shut them down. The Bidens have gotten hundreds of these. Hunter and Jim Biden have been flagged hundreds of times with suspicious wire transfers. It used to be any member of Congress, we reported on this a long time ago, could request these wire, these suspicious wire transfer activity reports from Treasury. But guess what? Since Joe Biden's been president, you can't get them. Uh, they won't turn them over. Anytime you evade, you know, I've said this before in my career as a lawyer, I've seen it a million times. You're not truthful. You're evading the truth. You don't want to talk. Generally, it's because you're doing something that's criminal. There are hundreds of suspicious activity reports. Just think how much he's received and how much he likely owes the IRS. 
And to show you what really should piss you off, if you remember back in 2008, 9, and 10, so many people lost their houses. Their mortgage is worth more than the house. And the bank allowed them to have a short sale, which meant that the bank would just take the property back. But what happens in a short sale like that is the debt that is written up, the, the debt that you did owe that didn't get paid back is income. And that happened to millions of people around the United States. But here the president and his son can get away with it on millions and millions of dollars of transactions. Uh, we know also that Joe Biden and Hunter Biden had commingled bank accounts. Again, I'm a lawyer and I tell you, I tell people this all the time. Never commingle your bank accounts, okay, with somebody else. Uh, even with your wife, <laughs> sorry, it's provable fraud. Fungibility in currency is like pouring water from two different glasses into a pitcher. It's indistinguishable once it goes into the pitcher, i.e. the bank account, whose money it is. It's a sure sign of fraud. Also, what has come out is there are no visitor logs to the Wilmington House or the Rehoboth Beach House where these documents were. That's pretty strange. Uh, you, here we are, uh, should be the most guarded man in the United States. He's got Secret Service around all the time. Are you telling me that there's not a log of who comes in and out of the house? Does the Secret Service not have to report to somebody who comes in and who comes out. What kind of job can you be doing protecting the presidency and the United States unless you are recording these things? Makes no sense. All right, moving on. Joe Biden, I uh, think yesterday said, you know, he's down in the Martin Luther King Ebenezer Church making a fool of himself. He talked about, again, how he used to go to his Catholic mass on Sunday and then he would go to black churches on on Sunday. And then he said, this is not a joke. And let's say one thing to rest. I may be a practicing Catholic. I used to go to 730 mass every morning in high school and then in college before I went to the black church. Not a joke. Andy knows this. Why would it be a joke to go to a black church, Stan? Are black people just so weird that you couldn't ever go to their church? Not a joke. <laughs> He's a joke because that is a complete and utter lie. And he just says things like this. We've talked about how they raid the ex-president's house. They call school moms who go into PTA meetings, domestic terrorists. And he said, yo, you want to fight the federal government? He goes, you better have F-15s instead of AR-15s. And ban the number of bullets and go in a magazine. There's no, no need for any of that. I love my right-wing friends who talk about the tree of liberty is water with the blood of patriots. Give me a, if you need to work about taking on the federal government, you need some F-15s. You don't need an AR-15. I'm serious. Think about it. So he's threatening the American public if they stand up for themselves against tyranny. It's a shot across the bow. It's scary. Finally, Stu, my next story is about uh, what's going on. It's not surprising, but in New York City, um, there's this hotel called The Row. I think there are 14 or 
or 15 hotels where the government is paying to have everybody in there be an illegal immigrant, okay? Well, this guy, Philippe Rodriguez, is a whistleblower, and he's talked about what he has seen in these hotels. The the chaos uh, that we see at the road today uh, is compiled by uh, migrants being drunk, uh, drinking all day, smoking marijuana, uh, consuming drugs, and domestic violence, uh, people having sex in the stairs, young people, teenagers, uh, they use the stair, the uh, fire exit stairs to, to go in there and, and do what teenagers do. Uh, uh, we have people, you know, uh, actually uh, trying to act like the hotel is theirs and we have no rights. Uh, the, the form in which they keep their rooms is horrendous. They they don't they don't clean it. They don't fold their clothes. They don't. I mean, it's in piles and piles. Uh, they're hoarding clothes. They're hoarding whatever they can hoard, and there's no accountability. And when you go into a rooms and you say something, you know, um, the the hotel. Uh, management, uh, especially uh, the GM, has directed us that we're not allowed to to tell them nothing, and, and practically they have carte blanche uh, at the route. You got people sick in there; they're spreading all type of illnesses, chicken pox, uh, COVID, uh, what you may have, um, and. And nobody is telling them they can't do that. Uh, so right now, the ones that have all the power, the migrants, the, the hotel workers lost their power at the hotel. We, I mean, the yeah. GM doesn't have our back. He, I guess all he cares about is uh, making the money that he's making, but well, you know, I don't want to turn this into a personal grievance about the GM or how the hotel is run. What we're interested in, Felipe, is what's happening with the use of taxpayer dollars. New York, it's estimated, has spent about a billion dollars, that's the estimate, on the illegal immigrants in New York City, including the housing that you're seeing. I think this is kind of a metaphor for our immigration policy as a whole. All right, Stu, that's what I got. Uh, yo, uh, well, uh, maybe I'll fight Apollo, and uh, maybe I won't, you know? <laughs> what do you think? Adrian!